everybody in the box, Thomas and Walt, on this lovely Monday, January 23rd, as they were recording. It's a, it was a beautiful sunny day here in Michigan for about three and a half minutes. So, oh brother, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's you know we we got we got that wonderful snow yesterday. Uh, it, listen, which I I didn't realize it snowed until I I didn't well, I knew it snowed because I looked out the window. I'm like, oh okay, it snowed. Whatever. I'm getting ready for work and everything uh, Sunday morning, and I walk out. I didn't realize how much it had snowed. Like, I'm like oh crap, I got it clean the car off and yeah it's it was that cold wet snow and i'm like okay i got a shovel i'll shovel when i get home i didn't shovel yesterday when i got home and now today it's pretty much all like melted off the sidewalk so yeah it was it was in the 36 38 area for most of the day so yeah um i mean the very top layer if if you weigh i don't know as much as uh, as a uh i'll say a fly you can skate on my backyard ring now. Okay. All right. All right. So got a top layer of ice. That's that's okay. All right. That's so not a not a lot of traffic on there. Yeah, no, no. Um, it's, but you know, the night in the next week, it you gotta it's gonna be cold. So just to kind of complete something that we were talking about before the show. And I just want to go back to it real fast here. We were talking that you know, Arizona beat Vegas. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that that's kind of funny that Arizona and how in their 15 wins and they beat up Vegas. So last month they had wins over Boston, LA, Toronto, and Colorado. <laughs> I mean, the three of the, you know, five probably or three of the four teams that you are bigger are going to make a run. Yeah. I, I mean, they literally get wins over teams that they're not supposed. I mean, I, it's just funny. You, you, you go into a game against the Arizona thinking that you're going to get a win. And then that's when they come up and bite you in the ass and beat you. Yeah. I mean, they have two wins in a month in January. One's the shootout win over Detroit and the four one win over Vegas over Vegas. That's great. Good job, Detroit. So yeah, two wins. Real good stuff. Shut out three times this month. <laughs> ah, we were there. This was this they're just having their yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean you play at a mullet arena, this is what you deserve. Yeah, back to back four nothing shutouts to the Capitals and the Stars and a two nothing shutout loss to the Chicago Blackhawks. I never want to lose to Chicago. The Fighting Staylocks. Yeah, right. Alex Staylock, uh, 22 save game there. And, you know, <laughs> Alex Staylock. There's a, there's a name for you that someday will be like, will come up and be like, oh, the answer is going to be Alex Staylock. And it's just going to be like, oh my God, remember that guy? Yeah. Um, some other news from around the league. Um, we talked, we talked a little bit, we talked last week about, um, Matt Boldy from the Minnesota Wild get getting his contract get it getting a new deal done. Um the Boston Bruins get a get a player a new contract. Yep. Um not David Pasternak. But uh Pavel Zaka, he signs a, a four-year extension. Um Four years going to pay him four seven five over those four years. So they lock him up, they keep him. He's been pretty good for them. Also, Pavel Zaka. The fact he's 25 and I swear he was 32. I swear to you, he's been in a league for 15 years. 
Oh my God. Yeah. I would have guessed 52. <laughs> like he's 25. Wow. Wow. Did he come up at 18? He must have come up. He must have. It's got to be he come up, came up at 18, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is year. I mean, this is first year with the Bruins. He's been the Devils. I mean, this is his seventh year in the league. Yeah, so he played at 18. But, I, but so did Connor McDavid, and I know Connor McDavid's not 30. <laughs> here's the thing. But here's the thing. You know Connor McDavid was an all-world talent that was going to be drafted and played. I don't think we really thought of Pavel Zaka as an all-world talent that was, that's been playing since he got drafted. But I mean, I mean those, no, no knock on the guy. It's just, I right. like him as a, I like him as a player. He's a very good player. Um, a great, a great death, a, a excellent, you know, you know, de- de- death piece for at forward for anybody. But it's just he's twenty five. <laughs> he's only twenty five. Oh my god! Well, you know, you you mentioned it that it was a that it the signing wasn't of David Pasternak, but um. I was what? What game? The Bruins were just on. Did they have a? Did they have a national game last week? They have a Bruins have a national game on every week. Yeah, that's fair. But I was watching a, a national game, or maybe I was listening to it on Sirius. Whatever it was, they were talking about how the Zaka contract might be a little bit of a kind of for Pasternak because I guess those two are you know are both are they both from the same country and They're both Czech yeah yeah that's what I thought and, and actually Krejci's Czech too right so they were all kind of that line has been playing together Pasternak technically been on the second line and and they thought that signing signing him might be a a good thing to kind of help keep David Pasternak on board so maybe multiple multiple reasons for that contract again good player no reason not yeah. to bring him oh, yeah. but but uh yeah, I mean you're gonna you're gonna need to make that that make that money for Pasternak somewhere, and at least you're showing them that that uh that you want to keep him happy and keep keep winning players around you. Yeah, I mean he only I mean you know I don't I don't you know David Pasternak he's been playing out of at a very dis at a discounted rate at, at six point six million the last few years. And, well. And, you know, this year he's got 36 goals and 65 points in 46 games. So it, it, it's both. A, I think it's both a good thing and a bad thing where I'm going to go ahead and double that. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a lot of guys under contract. Um, Like Marshawn, Hall, Coyle, and now Zach are the only guys under contract. So it, it yeah. just kind of feels like, all right, well, get Pasternak deal done. So you know how much he's going to set you back. And then you can go to, you know, go to Bergeron and go to Krejci and be like, okay, if you guys want to come back, this is what we have left. And, and, and I feel like those guys would do that. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll you know, Ber, I think Bergeron and Krejci are both, they're, they're on their year to year plan yep. right now. You know, they're, 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 they're on their, their Lidstrom deals, yep. you know, yep. just one year deals. And, and then they're going to lose three, 3.8 million from Nick Foligno. That's going to go off the books that they're not, you probably just wave goodbye to Nick Felino and that 3.8 million. You just put that right to David Pasternak and you're pretty much got that contract done. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, how, what, how much he, how much he gets. I'm like, I, I said double, I mean, and I think at 12 sounds very possible, especially, you know, the cap, the cap is, is going to go up this year and it's going to, it's the cap's going to go up in the next few years too. So yeah. And we're, you know, so that 
a, a lot of these, a lot of these deals, I mean, hell, you know, Jason Robertson deal in Dallas is already a bargain. Yeah. You know, at only seven, yeah. <laughs> you know, and if he continues to put up points with the way he is now, that's that deal is going to get whew, that next contract is going to get booed. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so good on, uh, good, good on, good on the 25 year old Pavel Zach. Uh, you know, yeah. I just, it's just one of the, like, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, you know how you, we talked about this before, how there, there's guys even in college and this is like, this dude's been in college for like 10 years. Like what, yeah. how are you still there? <laughs> How do you still have any eligibility left? Well, what's what's really funny is that you are starting to see that a little bit now. I mean, I know this is kind of off topic, but it's an unexpected side side perk of NIL. I think is is guys like Blake Corum coming back. Yeah, I think five years ago, Blake Corum is not playing for Michigan next year. No, but I'm guessing that he's going to make as much as a third to fourth round pick would in the NFL is that guaranteed deal. And that's why he's coming back for one more run. So that's the first kind of good sign that we've seen towards what NIL can do is you might see guys that the sixth and seventh year senior, that's 25 and whatnot, the Hendon hooker hookers of the world. Yeah. Hey, you know, no, no, no. They're not coming back for the love of the college game. Yeah, right. It's not about the money. Yeah. Because it's all about the student athlete. Sure. That too. <laughs> um, some other news around the league. The, the Ottawa Senators, they they are shutting down Josh Norris for the rest of the season as he he got injured. Um, no, Norris... Um, he he suffered a shoulder injury in a game against uh, the Winnipeg Jazz on Saturday night. Um, Norris has, you know, he's he's <laughs> a really tough season for him. He's only played eight games this year, yeah. And so they're just gonna they're just shutting him down. I mean, last season through six, in sixty six games, he got thirty five goals, fifty five points in sixty six games for the for the Senators. Um, last season he's a and they were hoping he'd be a big part of of their of the team's resurgence this season um as wings fans we we know all about uh having players who you hope will help you offensively and then not seeing them at all due to injury yeah or yeah. other issues you know Bertuzzi, Verana, Fabry yeah uh, um, big three yeah so he he's he's going to be he's they're shutting him down for the rest of the year which you know I mean Ottawa right now they're 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 towards the bottom. You yeah, know, they are. They're they're twenty fifth in in the league uh, in the NHL right now with forty three points through forty six games. So yeah, it's kind of you know. I mean, I know the players don't want to. You know, I mean Brady Kachuk. He 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 doesn't like losing. That dude is a competitor, and you know he's a warrior. And you know he 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 did an interview last week post game after they lost the game and you know he was pretty fired up about you know the centers losing yet another game and you know and this was the year it was they would know pierre dorian he declared before to say hey rebuild's over we're ready to compete now we're gonna compete and you know here they are yeah competing for a lottery spot surprising too i mean i, I you know it kind of felt like they had won kind of won the off season too um well, you know with when the, they 
brought in Giroux and they didn't improve their goaltending. Yeah, and that's, that's I mean, and they I, made a, they they made a lateral move in goaltending. And I and I think they probably rely a little bit too much on Tom, Thomas Shabbat. They need to get a, another really good defenseman in there, okay. or maybe it'll be Bernard Docker. Is that the one that's there when he gets older? And Sanderson, okay. maybe they're just yep. coming up. But that's 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 kind of the help that they need. I mean, that's you know they they got rid of Murray, okay, and they brought in Cam Talbot, who was playing on a better defensive team and i think we're, we're kind of seeing stru- like mm, play when goalies play on teams with, with certain structures we're starting to see you know huh maybe maybe it was more the structure of that team than uh than the goalie themselves you know are you talking about alex and Belkovich? no of course oh. i am okay <laughs> yeah um, thank you um, other injury news: Cole Goal Caulfield from the Montreal Canadiens. He his season is done. Um, and again, the Canadians. I mean, Caulfield twenty six goals led the led the team this season. Twenty six goals ha- was having himself a great year. He's now done for the year. He joined Slavkovsky and Evans and Monahan and Gallagher and Drew and all these guys who are out injured. Um. But you know, if you're Montreal, yeah, hope for some more lottery luck. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, just it, it's you, you can, I mean, two first round picks, and you know, not the Florida Panthers, they've gotten they've, they've gotten hot of late and are trying to are looking like they're trying to make a make a run into the into the into the postseason, sitting only three points out of a wild card right now. But you know, if Florida misses the playoffs. You know, Montreal could be looking at a possibility of two top ten picks in the draft this year, and a very deep draft. And and as we've talked about, or you know, as you and I talked about, you know, Montreal. You, you mentioned all the guys that they're that are out right now. You know, the fact that they, I mean, they don't have a lot of points. It's not like there's a playoff push, but they are only four games under five hundred. And given, you know, that. Did they really? I mean, Sam Malton, Malton Bowes played the most. <laughs> I think he's played seven of their last eight games. Pretty much everybody's missed time. I mean, you you mentioned all the guys that are out now, and also I don't think that they really had anything that you'd be considering a Grade A defensive core. The fact that uh, Marty San Luis only got them at you know four games under five hundred. I think they they could be a team on the rise. I think you're you know the Canadians might like the direction that they're headed, especially if they can get a little lottery luck. Yeah. I mean, they are, I mean, they're 30th in goals for goals per game, 28th in goals against per game, 32nd on the power play and 27th on the penalty kill. How in the hell can that be the case? And you be only four games under 500. <laughs> How can <laughs> you, can, you, you were, you said goals for goals against power play and penalty kill. Yep. How have you won 20 games? Well, um, that seems almost when, when, when they score, they score. When they don't, they don't. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, they're they're either scoring four or scoring one or nothing. So and they're, and they're either giving up one or they're either giving up one or giving up four. Yeah, that's that's a, that's <laughs> that's crazy. So God, it almost makes it even more impressive that they're only four under. That really is something. 
Yeah. Um, now for the the uh, some other some other things around the league. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau is set to make his his return to Calgary. His first game, and he's going to play in Calgary since um, he signed in the offseason to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, there 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 will be a video tribute to him and everything during at some point during the game. Really? Uh, so, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he was there a long time, and you. He scored a lot of big goals for him. I mean, he game seven overtime winner for him last year. Um, yeah. So actually, during during their uh, their morning skate this morning, the Blue Jackets morning skate, um, just to kind of get him warmed up and get him used to the atmosphere that's that he's gonna that will be the Saddle Dome tonight in Calgary. Um, every time Gaudreau touched the puck, his teammates booed him. <laughs> See, that, that's why I say really to the video tribute because do you, he's going to be booed yet. Do you, do you, I, I don't know. I, I know you do the video tribute. Hockey's very good about the video tribute. I just. Well, so this earlier is, this season, the Florida Panthers came in, came into town and uh, they get, and they gave Matthew Kachuk the a video tribute to, and the fans, they cheered him during the tribute. They cheered him and and you know they gave him a standing ovation everything, and then um, they dropped the puck and his his very net like Kachuk he was out there on the ice for the for the shift after the video tribute they okay. dropped the puck he touched the puck and they immediately started wow. booing him. All so, right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's good. All right. So so I mean yeah it's it's a. It's one of those, you know, like, hey, okay, yeah, we respect you. Thank you for all you've done and everything. Okay. Oh, puck shop. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for leaving, asshole. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least if you're going to be inconsistent, that's a that's a good place to be inconsistent in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Give them their props during the video and then boo them mercilessly afterwards. All right. I don't hate it. Yeah. All right. So, 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 yeah, that, that'll be going on tonight. That game's going to get started in about 10 minutes or so. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs are about to beat the New York Islanders, and as they lead five to two, the Maple Leafs have just been on a. I mean, <laughs> people were throwing jerseys on the ice and questioning everything, and everyone was fired in Toronto in uh, in October. I, I don't just everyone was fired, man. <laughs> <You> know, they, <laughs> they 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 weren't going to make the playoffs, and this team is terrible, and. It was, you know, fans throwing jerseys on the ice, and how could you, how, how could you get this Matt Murray? He's terrible. We let we we let Jack Jack Jay Campbell go, and uh, what are you doing? Well, here we are. This is, you know, how <laughs> like kind of towards, like I don't know. I guess after the two cups in ninety six or ninety seven and ninety eight. It just kind of became like, all right, just kind of wake me up when the postseason gets here. At oh, some yeah. point during that 25 years, it really got – it full out got to, all right, just, just wake me up when the playoffs come. Right, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll worry in April. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like Toronto should just get to that – should just do that too. Stop micro managementing. that's not a word, but that's fine. You get what I'm trying to say. Stop yeah. – Worrying about every single regular season game and out, game in, game out. I, I, I just, you're just, you're just driving yourself nuts. Stop living and dying on on every game in an 82 game season. Stop yeah. firing people in October. Stop throwing jerseys in January. <laughs> 
They're, you're, you, you have too much talent. And, and honestly, to give Sheldon Keith a little bit of credit, which I'm very uncomfortable with, is considering all the injuries that they've had on the back end, the fact yeah. that they've kind of kept going, it, it says something. Of course, you know, I, I also don't know if Marner's not actually the most important player on that team more than Matthews even with the way that he scores both goals and assists, but all of that secondary, the bottom line is just wake them up for April. Now the good thing with Detroit was we were expecting to win and now they're waiting for the bottom to fall out, but yeah, don't stop worrying about the bottom falling out in, 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 in January, worry about the bottom falling out in, in, in April. Well, and, and I mean, and for Toronto, it's, you know, they're going to, they're, they're going to play Tampa in the first round. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's just a matter of who has home ice, possibly, right? I mean, I mean, right now, I mean, they have they're gonna with with this win, unless they I mean, unless dialers can score three goals in the next minute, 22 seconds, <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs are gonna come away, are gonna get two points in this game here. So that's gonna put them at 66 points through 48 games and the lightning at 59 points through 45. So I mean Tampa can still pass pass the Leafs. Do you find that at all <sighs> annoying? Isn't the right word? Uh, disappointed? Like, do, do, are you good with that? Like, all right, well, we already have a with thirty five games to go. We already know a, a, a round one playoff matchup. I mean, do you have any strong feeling. I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I don't. Yeah, think I, mean, I, I mean, I don't. I mean. <laughs> The Panthers, the Panthers have stunk, and you know they're they're making a they're trying to make a run of it now. I don't think they're good enough to 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 pass Pittsburgh to to sneak in. I mean, I mean you, I mean, and I guess you can look at it and say, well, they're only eight points behind Tampa. That's only four games, but Tampa's got three in hand, right? And also, I mean. The the Panthers they got on the heater. The Lightning very well go on a heater at any moment. To the Lightning can easily rip off six or seven. Sure, you know. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say maybe they should think about going back to you know like just one eight two seven three six four five. You know I mean, that old method, and sure enough, that would put. Toronto and Tampa are four or five. Yeah, it would still yeah, it wouldn't change it, right? It, it wouldn't change it. Well, where where it would change is that Toronto could pass Jersey for the three seed. Yeah. Um, which can't happen because of the different division. And the Rangers could in theory catch Tampa. I mean, that's a closer that that's a close race. So yeah. I guess it, it, it's it's not as set in stone as it is right now with 35 games to go. It feels pretty set in stone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and and you know, for you know, and for, for the Leafs and Lightning, it's kind of like, all right, well, we know who we're going to see in the first round. And so I I, I think it kind of helps you moving forward as we get closer to the trade deadline as 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 to, uh, you know, looking for the players, looking for players that you're going to add. I mean, both teams are going to add. Toronto ha- needs to add. Yeah. Um, Just just because of the injuries they've had on, on the back end. Um, I don't I mean. I don't know that Tampa needs to add, but I'm sure they will just because, you know, they'll probably add a bottom six forward and a bottom six defense. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and and that's, that's all it is. Right. I mean, and that's all, and that's all Toronto. That's what Toronto will do. They'll add a bottom six forward and, 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 and somebody who can, who can slot in and, and on a blue line and play 15 to 16 minutes a night and not look horrible. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or even, I mean, with the, with the injuries that they've had on the back end, I mean, they might even just be willing to get somebody like a seventh defenseman. Yeah. Like that, you know, just to upgrade the, the, the reserve role, somebody that will be healthy scratch. And if they need them, they have confidence in them. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, you know, and the, but yeah, I mean, we kind of have that, you know, the, the Atlantic is set. Yeah. The Atlantic division is set. And, you know, la- la- last season, you, you had, it was a four team race. And this year it's, it's just, it's the same. It's three teams. Cause well, the, Pan- the Panthers fell apart and I'm, and I'm sorry, you know, it's, I, I can't help but look at the head coach because I'm looking at the head coach, Paul Maurice. He took over the team that won a president's trophy last year. Yeah. Right. And they are barely scratching. They, they aren't in a playoff spot right now. They're in a race now, but they're not a playoff spot. And a team he coached last year that missed the playoffs and Winnipeg Jets, they're, they're, at the top of the, they're at the top of the conference. You know they're tied for the top spot in in in, in the West with the new yeah. head coach, and and they didn't make any drastic changes to their to their roster. Now, granted, the Florida Panthers they did two major changes in the roster. Um, you lose McKenzie Weger, Jonathan Huberto, but I mean I feel like the the Huberto the Huberto loss is offset by Kachuk because Kachuk he's producing. Yeah, I think I I think that the Weger loss and I'm that that still throwing still surprises me slightly because that I mean that was their number two defenseman. I yeah. mean he, he was he wasn't always playing with Ekblad, although last season he pretty much was always playing with Ekblad. So you you threw in on two pieces that I don't know if anybody would have been really thinking it was crazy to just deal those two players straight up and you threw in a, a number two defenseman on your team. Yeah. I, I don't know that that always seemed weird to me. I mean, but, but, but also the play. irony of that is McKinsey Weger, he's, he's struggled a bit in Calgary though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I know. Go figure. It's, it's one of those like, well, what the card or horse here, what do we got going yeah. on? But, you know, but I mean, I, and I mean, also, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I just can't buy the Florida Panthers goaltending. I mean, both your goalies. Here's the Sergey Bobrovsky. He's not gonna. He's not gonna play the Detroit Red Wings another 15 times. Yeah, right. That so game. I mean, if he played the Wings 15 more times, you know, he clearly he's gonna win at least 10 of those. So, but <laughs> you know, he's Bobrovsky 325 goals against the 897 save percentage. Spencer Knight 306 goals against 906 save percentage. I mean, it, yeah, it's just not good. But you, you're on to something, though, with the coaching because, I mean, again, look at what Boston's doing with a new coach and basically the same roster. They added a right. 37-year-old in Gracie or a 35-year-old, whatever he is. And then Vegas takes their coach, takes Boston's coach, and they're back to being number one in the division. And, and they have essentially the same – I mean, they're healthier this year, this season. That has helped. Having you know, Jack Eichel has been a big plus. You know, Yeah, I mean, they're, they're healthy and – while Bill Carlson still on pace and not score 20, <laughs> I think he's going to get 20 this year. Yes. I mean, I mean, that, that's what, I mean, your, your call of he's never going to come close to 40 again in his career. The dude's only scored 20 one is only scored 20 once after that 40 goal season. That take and my, my Marlowe take with yeah. 
when they get when Toronto signed him and gave him a third year, I'm like, they, they're going to hate that third year. And sure enough, they didn't they buy him out or did they trade him? He he didn't play that third year in Toronto. I don't yeah, think. No, no, they traded him. Was, they traded him to Carolina. That's right, because they when had they still ate some salary. Yeah, because they had Mar, they had was Marner Matthews, some combination of Marner Matthews and and Nylander were coming up, and I'm like, they yeah. need that money. Yeah, and and they shipped them up beforehand. So those those are two of my better takes. Very happy. Yeah, with them. yeah Carlson since his 43 goal season, he scored 24 the following year. He's at 15, 14, 12, and 10 so far this season. 10 is the season so far. So total, he's past 40. There you go. Yeah. You can add up those years. Yeah. There you go. At least you got that going for you. Took him almost, took him two and a half seasons to get 40. <laughs> <sighs> go figure. But yeah. Um, but, it, but yeah, I mean, you, you, what, what were we talking about here? Uh, uh, coaching, coaching, coaching changes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and that's this and kind of, kind of going to spin this into, to, to the wings here where the wings have a new coach, but also have a very different roster than they had last year. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I mean, you don't even have your goalie tandem plan right now that you thought you were going to have to start in October, hell in November. Yeah. You know, um, the wings. Oh, just another weird, so weird week. Well, this is they, 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 they have a three-one lead against the Coyotes. They and again, it it just seems like when the wings give up goals, they they will go stretches and like not give up a single chance, not give up a quality a quality scoring chance for like long stretches of, of games, right. Which is an improvement on on last year. I mean, there there hasn't been too many games this season where I watched where the Wings are just absolutely dominated and just pinning their zone for shifts at a time. You know how many times have we seen over the last few years where a team will just have the Wings pinning their own zone and they and they make like two or three line changes and the Wings can't get can't even touch the puck. That's fair. You know, so so that that is that is one one of the major things that has improved with with the Wings, but. The thing that just keeps happening is they give up goals. They'll give up a goal and then they'll give up another goal within two minutes. Yeah. And it's like, well, what the hell? <laughs> Why is that happening? It happened against Arizona. You know, they're, they're, they're up three to one. You know, they're up three to one against Coyotes. And it looked like they were going to cruise to a win <laughs> in a game where, the, I mean, they dominated the Coyotes the entire game. They were, yeah. I stayed up and I think I watched two periods of that. And I you know they're, they're, they're you know they're playing they're they're playing the game that I always ask them to play. They're dominating them and then the coyotes they're up three one and then the coyotes score I mean I mean the wings score they 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 score two goals, go up three to one. About a, goals came about a minute apart. And then um, um within within two minutes, it's tied at three again. Yeah. You know, uh, Travis Boyd scores at six forty three, and then uh, D- Dylan Gunther scores at seven fifty three. So, about a about a, mi- a minute ten apart there, in the third period, and then the Wings end up end up losing in the shootout. Um, I mean, just <laughs> and then they go to Vegas and they win, beat the Vegas Golden Knights in a game where, you know, they. <laughs> 
they they skated with and were on power with the Golden Knights. I mean, Vegas, they they really turned it up in the third period when they were down. And and you style and, anyway, you're gonna see that from Vegas. Yeah. That's their style. And and you know, you saw why the I mean Carlson get and what Jack Eichel tries to make a pass and the pass gets broken up, it hits Carlson's foot and it goes in the net <laughs> to make it three to two. And it's like, and it just felt like at that moment, it's like, okay, well, we're going overtime now. Right, right. <laughs> it was like, we're going over, it's going overtime now. Um, it doesn't, the wings hold, hold, hold off. They, they get, they get a win. Wings all time, three, one and oh in Vegas all time. Well, apparently they're not, they're not doing stupid stuff while they're in Vegas. Apparently they're not partying and drinking. They're doing, they're, they're, they're on a business trip. Yeah. It's a business trip. Good on them. Yeah. Hey, stay focused. Three, one and oh, and, and remember the wings gave the, gave the Vegas golden nice their first ever loss yeah. at home. Yeah. So just remember that that's that ever comes up in a trivia question. I do remember they, that. Then Saturday night they take they take on the, the Philadelphia uh, Flyers and and their shit back team. Um, and, More on that in a moment. And 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 again, I mean they they dominated the Flyers, man. <laughs> they Did dominated they? that game. The fly the Flyers tried to play an intimidating style uh, uh, and like hit the wings and try to intimidate them. The wings didn't back down from it. They got right back in their face. Um, you had, you, you had a little fake tough guy, Tony, Tony D'Angelo, uh, tr- try to be a tough guy, Robbie Fabry and Robbie Fabry just t- told him I'm, I'm guessing to, to go, to go, to go bleep himself. <laughs> Um, I'm guessing he said that. I don't know. I'm pretty Robbie Fabry. I mean, he's a very he's a nice guy. He, well, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't use that type of language, but no, you're probably more right than wrong. It's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but again, but again, you know, two just I mean, there there was about four minutes in between the goals there, but again, you know, they they outplayed him. Carter Hart was I mean Carter Carter Hart is the reason why the Flyers won that game. Carter Hart is the reason why the Flyers have won every game they've won this season. And it looks like the the <laughs> um so shots were 31-25 in favor of Detroit. Okay, you know, close there. Detroit had, Philly had 31 block shots. Yeah. Detroit at 13. So yeah. if you if you do the add the shots to block shots, Detroit had 62 to the Flyers, thirty-eight. That really gives you a different look at how close that game wasn't. And and um, Lucas Raymond almost came inches away from from uh, scoring in in the final second of the game to tie it up to force overtime. But Carter Hart got got his uh got his right pad over and made and and made and made a and made the save and just barely kept the puck out of the net on um, the flyers get a win the wings go down and so now here we are the detroit wings uh, i mean they go one one and one for the week stop me if you've heard the wings going one one and one in a week yeah, i mean 19 18 and 8 um a game above 500 they get the sharks and you know they they have this stretch now. They're 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 playing a stretch of games right now where you where you look at it. It's I mean the hard games they they and and the quote unquote hard games they had and 
you know, and, and, you know, over the last two weeks, Toronto, Colorado, and Vegas, well, Winnipeg, Toronto, Colorado, and Vegas, they, they won three of those four. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, and the games where you think, okay, they're going to win those Columbus, Arizona, and Philly. They're Oh, two and one. Well, that's, you know, I have the, the, my kind of standard talk about how, you know, the, how we, we talk about goalies and what are you going to get? And Bobrovsky being the example, how he's got two Vesnas and two seasons where his goals were against were, you know, basically above three and, you know, just they're good. And then they're bad and they're, they're really good. And then they have a really bad season. And then it, it's, it's the inconsistency that kind of Mars teams. And, and that's just what the wings are. They're inconsistent because they're just not good enough yet. And, and when you're not good enough, you're, you know, the consistent teams, the consistent goalies, the consistent players are good night in, night out. And that's what makes them good night in and night out, the consistency factor. And the wings just aren't, they don't have that yet. And I, I, I don't know. I, I do feel like there's some weird things going on within the organization. And again, I know that's sacrilege to say, considering who the GM, but like Verona still being in Grand Rapids, you know, what, where was Nadal? Like, was Nadalkovic actually ever hurt? Was he just not playing? Like, what actually happened there? I I, I find that to be weird. Bertuzzi, it, it's unlucky just to be hurt three times in a year, but still, who yeah. gets hurt three times in a year? I, what's going on with the Larkin deal? You know, why is he still why is there no deal there? But then to hear that they may that they, you know, there's some rumblings that they want to get in on. Brock Bess, wait, Bo Horvat. Yep. So I'm like, I, is that really an upgrade? I mean, isn't that you're basically getting? Would you trade Larkin for Larkin? I mean, is that? I mean, at the end of the That's day, what I don't the deal know. Is yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, it, it, here's the thing. Um, any rumors you hear about the Detroit Red Wings possibly with involved in any trade or any player, ignore them because yeah. Steve Eiserman does not allow anything to get out. You are right about uh, that. That's, <laughs> that's very true. I mean, you, I mean, you, I, mean, I, I, I mean, because when he was in Tampa, there was always rumors about play about things in Tampa and like, and none of those things ever happened. It's just, and, and if something ever came out, Steve Eiserman would be, would let everyone know that he wasn't happy about it. So I just I, mean, feel like I had heard that from like one of the like I think the the report that I heard was from Helena St. James and she's one of the few beat reporters that I'm going to tend to listen to more than yeah. others. It wasn't Joe's blog site. Like let me put it to you like that. Well yeah. Um which obviously I wouldn't put any stock in, but I I don't know. It's just it's just this organ it feels like we're really weirdly in a in a in a state of flux right now. It just and and I know that's maybe part of the rebuilding process, but I don't know. It just feels weird to me with where that where they're at right now. Well, you, here's the thing: you got to you got to get to 500. You got to be a you got to at least be able to be a 500 team before you can be a playoff team. So that's, that's where they're at right now. They're kind of as Johnny Gaudreau has a penalty shot in Calgary right now. Um, it would be really nice. I'm sorry, I'm not ignoring it. To to. to don't even I just strings together some have a have a five two and three week have a, a six three and two week have something to to, to regain a little separation because right now you're just about to close back into five hundred get yourself back into a a place where you're you're 
you're you're you're winning games and and you're 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 pushing yourself away from 500 instead of collapsing onto it you know what i mean yeah i mean or you know just stay the course do what you're doing and uh get that number two pick and get adam fantilli and then we're all happy again so it's like and that but yeah okay all right (laughs) i got you all right fine hey hey listen this is going to be our ranger year. I'm telling you, this is going to be our ranger year. Okay. All it's right. Our rangers year. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get a top. We're going to get that number two pick. All right. Cool. I'm with you. I'm here for it. Yeah. Number two pick. Got it. All right. Uh, so I don't like, there's a part of me. I don't even, that doesn't even want to talk about the freaking flyers and, and their, and their shit bag coach and just what a, what a, what 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 just just hypocritical piece of garbage he is. Oh, well, well, okay. Now that you've said all that, you just have to explain why, and then you can decide yeah. if you want. To I mean, that. I mean, the whole Provorov deal, where all of a sudden this year he's like against, didn't feel comfortable wearing the the Pride jersey. That when they did on Pride Night, he didn't and he didn't come out for warm-ups, which I mean, here's the thing. Well, within his right, your beliefs, whatever. I'm all for that. I mean, now I just I just find it personally, I just find it's it's complete bullshit when people try to hide behind their try to use their beliefs to to justify their bigotry. But whatever. You know, whatever. You live live your life, I guess. I don't know. But my but my my biggest issue is all the people who came out, including fucking their their head coach, the coach who's who's trying to be America's Don Cherry, I guess. Um, just his hypocritical stance and how he's all for players. Yeah, he expresses beliefs, and I support that. Where you know he was very adamant. A lot of and a lot of the same people who are who are. Who are banging a drum for Pro Ross and yeah, are the same people who had a huge issue with uh with with players, you know, protesting the anthem. However, however they chose to do it, whether it was kneeling or, you know, um, just hold, like standing in the tunnel or or like JT Brown did, held his fist up in the air during, during the anthem. Right. Um, which by the way, he and his wife received several several um death threats and a lot just a terrible and nasty things were sent their way when he did that one little gesture um a few years ago and john tortorello was was one of the main guys who was banging a drum against it if any player ever does that i'll i'm benching him you're not playing and blah 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 yada 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 you know he was very much not for people expressing their beliefs for that but for this and which again if you if you're on board with yes this I yeah I, I he can express his beliefs that kind of tells me where where you land right on certain things, which isn't too shocking. It's not too shocking, but you know it's and it's it's because of things like this because you'll you'll constantly hear people what well why do we need a pride now who cares or they'll say or the really stupid people will say well what about street pride night you know which is just absolutely. Freaking ridiculously dumb. Is it everyday straight pride day? Yeah. Um, you know, and it <laughs> and it's like, well, th- this is the reason why, because here's the thing. You have a guy like that and a coach like that who are who are very like, well, it's his beliefs. So you you th- there's there's 
I'm going to tell you right now, there's players that are, that, that are gay. <laughs> there's hockey players that are gay in NHL that we just don't know about. No doubt. Right now. No doubt. You know, the, the numbers will tell you. I mean, it's just, it's impossible for it not right. to be almost, right? Um, and because of because of this environment and there, there, there are some, there are some kids right now who are playing who are, or who are, who are, who are, who are gay, but they're still in the closet because they don't feel comfortable coming out because of people like this, right. right? Who are in, who are in the, who are in the mainstream and who people for some reason will listen to and will go. Yes. Yeah. That guy. Yup. I'm with him. And those, and those kids are seeing this, they're seeing that reaction and it's making them even more uncomfortable, you know? And, and then you have, you know, and the people who've spoken out against it are like, well, no, it's not okay. And if you, if you are gay, yes, we want you to play. We want you to feel comfortable. They get, they they get verbally assaulted like Sean Avery's doing with Elliot Friedman because Elliot Friedman didn't he came out and pretty much said hey Provera has has the right to you know his beliefs whatever but you know we we need as hockey as a hockey community we need to we need to do better with things and Sean Avery went on a little rant because he's Sean Avery and he's a little piece of shit too sure. And I never liked him anyway. It, 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 he's one of those guys. Like he 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 has he has a he has a ring, and Patrick Marlowe doesn't. Like that's just not Wrong. justice. Um, but finish it because I I because the, the, the Sean Avery thing because when you texted me this this part I was because I was <laughs> you were talking about how you you had a lot of fuck the flyers going on, and I was like and Sean Avery too, and I'm like I don't remember Sean Avery being with a flyer. Yeah, no. Or being with the Flyers, so I had to check to make sure that wasn't it, and and then I I saw the stamp where he opposed supposedly had recorded a pro same sex marriage. So what was his thing with Elliot? Where 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 did this go with Elliot Friedman? What happened with with this start, part of the story? Uh, well, he like his quote was, "I'm going to buy Elliot Friedman an extra small pro Rock jersey because he's a fat man in a little coat." Like, come on, dude! Like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're supposed to be an adult. I mean, I know he's supposed to be an adult, and why? Why would I expect him to act like an adult? Because he's never done that in his career, oh you know. And like, I mean, the ultimate, the one of the ultimate fake, fake tough guys to ever to ever skate in NHL. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was a dude who he would pretend like he was tough, but when it came down to actually fighting anybody who could actually fight, yeah, he never did. All of a sudden, his his gloves became he had he had super glue in his gloves. Yeah. You know, but I mean, just that that whole thing, just and the way it, it was handled by everyone, it's just, it's just like, you know, again, once again, the NHL just shoots themselves in the foot, consistently shooting themselves in the foot with, right. with things like this. And it's they can't get out of their own way. I mean, there's a reason why they can't. Um because of you know, there's the people that are the people who have the people who still have the influence in the game, you know. And like I said, the fact that a guy like John Tortorella still has any influence and in, in, on this in this game is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, but also you look at you know they 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 gave Tony D'Angelo five million dollars. So I mean, you know, organizationally, maybe is it is it just something that the Flyers as an organization have to look at themselves in the mirror about? I mean, they're not going to so. 
I mean, well, they're not well, going to. They're not going to. That's, that's, mean, it's 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 useless. And that, you, that's the other reason why I was kind of like debating. Like, I don't do I even feel like talking about it because like what's going to change? Nothing. Well, and and I guess the the one thing I I just will add is that it, it it's funny how the organizations that that need to stand up and maybe look in the need to look in the mirror don't and and they consistently don't even though there's a consistent need to do it and and really if you you know the other story that we kind of want we're, we're going to touch on today was was with vancouver and and their handling of boost boudreaux which is basically exactly what they did last year to a different coach and how they kind of have a history and pattern of doing this it's the organizations that don't get out of their way consistently doing stuff like this and and you know your fly that your complaint about the flyers and and tortorella well yeah they bring in tortorella and then they bring in d'angelo and sign him to a, a, a deal giving him a lot of money and they're like well sure because because philly and it's 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 the same thing with with vancouver well well yeah sure because that's what vancouver does dumb stuff weird stuff they don't treat people with respect and you know, and my final thought on on this, and then we can move on. We can I'll, I'll trash Vancouver next. Okay. Um, you know, it's because it's again, it's the whole well, his beliefs. I support him because he stands up for his beliefs. So, if, so if military appreciation night. If a player decides, you know what, I I don't agree with 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 you know military occupation or war or whatever so i'm going to sit in a locker room i'm not going to wear the jersey is everyone are all these people going to be very understanding about that you think they'll be that understanding about that too 100 not yeah no okay no, of course not. <laughs> you know of course not. like again again i mean Provorov, i mean whatever man you have your you have your beliefs i mean your beliefs are your beliefs you're allowed to have them I when, guess you're, I mean, you're allowed to express them and, and he didn't do anything. He didn't harm anyone. He didn't, you know, he didn't harm anyone. So. Well, we've done we've pride night for, I, I don't know. The wings have for at least five years, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a few. It's been going on for a while. I, and I would assume that, you know, that if they're doing it, other teams around the league are doing it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, is this a new stand? I mean, where was this stance? Came out of nowhere. Like, did he not wear it last year too, or did it just decide that this year it was was too much? I I guess because that that's the other thing is is where where things or, like or is this year he has a coach that emboldened him to do it. Well, okay, yeah, that's that's an interest. That's a that's a hell of a take there. Well, <laughs> by that I mean well, a, a hell of a take. I mean probably pretty <laughs> accurate take. Yeah. Well, you know. That's that's more what I meant by that. <laughs> I mean, it's, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. Now, if it wasn't if it wasn't Tortorella, and and, and we can't move. Out, I just this is because I always feel like coaches and and see the problem is because of this coach, it 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 kind of goes out the window. But if it was a respected coach or maybe a first year coach. Um, that's still trying to kind of feel his way out in the league that was that that said those things just to kind of stand up for his player where he's just like you know trying to defuse the situation trying to deflect off of a player would you would that be i don't want to say acceptable but could you could you understand a coach trying to do that 
And I'm not saying you're not being understanding. Just in jet, like if that was the a different guy, could you could you listen to a different argument? I, guess. Um, I could. I would listen to a different argument if the if that coach actually had a history of uh, embracing and, and understanding and accepting other people's beliefs. Okay. Tortorella doesn't. Absolutely, absolutely. Which is why I I have no. I mean, I mean there there's there's some there there's a reason why. You know, he's he doesn't last long in places. Sure. You know, no. there's a reason why. And and because I always think like if I was a first year coach, it, I mean, throw me behind the bench in that situation. There's a real chance that I would try to deflect some 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 real angst off of my player. Yeah, 100 percent. Yes. Because I feel like that's just kind of a coach's job. You, you kind of sometimes you just got to take a bullet for a player sometimes. And and so I, I would I would understand that, but you, you are one hundred percent right, and I'm not arguing that point at all. That I mean, Tortorella doesn't get that benefit of the doubt of standing up for Pro Roth because that's just not who he's been in his career. Yeah, no, I mean, if, if like I said, if he had a history of uh, of embracing players' beliefs or like and other things like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I don't I don't like I don't agree with this position, but I'll respect it. Sure. I don't agree and I don't respect it. So gotcha. Yeah. That's that's that. All right. So for for from from that to the Vancouver Canucks, um I mean this this whole thing, this whole thing with the Canucks and Brudreau, it started really in the offseason. Yeah. Because they didn't want to bring him back. What was the reasoning for that? I feel like we may have done this at the beginning. We did this at the beginning of the year. Because, well, he, because he was hired in before the new GM, the new regime was brought in. So he, he, he wasn't their guy. Okay. And they didn't, they didn't, they didn't want to bring up. It was very clear to everybody that they didn't want. I mean, the fact that they drug their feet with the contract negotiations, you know, when the Canucks, the Canucks they played six fifty hockey under him that's, last year. Right. That's that's what I I can't wrap my head around is that was a team where if they make that coaching change earlier, they may end up in the playoffs. Yeah. That's how hot they were and how good they were after that they made that coaching change. So I just find it so like the goal is to win, is it not? I mean, yeah. you know, A was not working, B is working very well. Let's do whatever we can to keep B going. And they just didn't seem interested in that. Yeah, no. And I mean, so like that, that's where it started for me. It's, it's like, and then they, they, they almost like kicking and screaming. Alvin finally gives them a, gives Boudreaux the contract, a, a two year, con, a two year contract um, in the off season. And two years and, is a nothing deal. Yeah, and, and then, you know, go, to start the season, you know, they Jim uh, Jim Rutherford, the player, the president, the president of hockey operation in Vancouver, he came out and was like, the team, the team, they're they're slow, they're disorganized, they're not ready. They had a terrible training camp, you know, just again throwing Boudreaux under the bus before the season even starts. Season starts, they get off, they get off to the slow start, another slow start again because, I mean. At the, at that point, it just it it felt like the Canucks were they were good they were trying to make Boudreaux quit, yeah, <laughs> you know, 
we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leak all his information out and talk and openly talk bad about you and your and the job you're doing and just to get you to quit. And Boudreaux's like, yeah, no, I'm not quitting because if he quits, I don't have to pay him. Yeah, so, I don't. Like, yeah, no chance he's gonna go in every day. Like I hope I hope I still have my job. And 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 now recently, now they now the Canucks they lose Tanner Pearson. Tanner Pearson He's out, he's out for the year. He's out injured for the year. And Quinn, Quinn Hughes in an interview, in an interview about it came out and said, basically said that, you know, yeah, his injury wasn't handled. Tanner's person injury is his lingering injury. He's been had with his hand. His problem he's been having with his hand. It, it hasn't, it wasn't handled right the first or second time. And so, so now he's going to miss the rest of the season. Quinn Hughes isn't really a soundbite guy. He's not, he's not, that's not in his personality to come out and throw anyone under the bus, do anything like that. The fact that he felt the need to say something tells you there's something else going on in our organization as well. And, and that's, that's not the coach that's, that he's trying to get the point across. Right, that's yeah. the organization that would handle an injury like that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, and, and also, I mean, I don't know if I, has there ever been a season where you've had a team? And very public, and that team very publicly was looking to fire their head coach and trade their captain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's a hell of a point. I mean, it's. I, I mean, it's 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 just madness there, and it's head scratching. When did when did Jimmy Rutherford take take over? Is he last is, year? So do you think like, it, like it, after Boudreaux? All the all the Alvin Alvin was hired as as a GM after Boudreaux. Like all these people were brought. Boudreaux replaced Travis Green last yeah. season under the old regime. I remember that. And so now all these people are in, and they, you know, and so, and, and, and and I and I understand, you know, when you have new a new regime coming in, they want to hire their own guys, but. You do you go about it in a better way. I mean, could you imagine if Steve Eisner would, would have done that to Jeff Lashell? Now, granted, Jeff Lashell, he didn't have the wings playing 650 hockey, but even still, so if you're just like openly like, oh no, we're gonna fire you. Nope, oh, we're gonna, yeah. you know, just let leave a guy twisted in the wind. No, it's just like, all right, I'll come in, we'll let you do your thing, see how it goes, put some different pieces in. Okay, yeah, it's we probably got all we're gonna get out of you here. Yeah, he gave him a, 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 a well. I don't want to say a real shot because I think a real shot would have been letting him have this team too with yeah. the with the free agents he brought him. But overall, he gave him a real shot. Yeah, he 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 didn't he didn't gas him immediately when he took over the team. Hundred percent, right? You know, he got like sat back and you know, and I I and Eisman he put his people in place. You know, he brought his people in place, and and Derek, and Derek Lalonde is is a guy that he he helped bring into Tampa before he left, yeah. and so Lalonde he's his guy, and you know, so it it is kind of smart to hang on to a coach that you inherit because I'm I'm a firm believer G, GMs only get one head coach, and I mean GMs GMs usually get three head coaches, yeah. um, and, and, unless you're Bob Quinn and you hire Matt Patricia. See, I see that. I, I think it's, I think that that sometimes it's tough to compare sports because I I think in the NFL it, you do you get one coach and if that coach is a is a waste, then you're you're already could be in a lot of trouble. But for 
You're right. But for the most part in the NHL, most GMs will get three coaches. I, I, I usually I, get three coaches, especially consider, especially if you look at the talent acquisition part of it. Yeah. That's, that's obviously a, 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 a I, I mean, it's a big thing for any GM, but I think in, in the NHL more is that if you can see you, that there's definitely talent yet the coach that that's there isn't doing what you want with the talent, then it becomes a different ball game. Yeah. Or, or it could just be like, oh, there's no talent here, and the coach still sucks. Yeah, well, there could be that too. Where we just, we're just completely tearing it down and starting over. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna fire everybody. Oh, look at that! Two years, two years after you were nine and eight. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, but any, but yeah, I mean, it's. So I I understand like. As incoming GM, you kind of want to hang on to that coach, especially especially that coach has still has some term in her contract. Right now, the Vancouver Canucks they're they're paying um, three head coaches right now. That's always great. They're still paying. They're paying three head coaches. Um, so. Well, because when you add to see, because the whole thing, I would, I would, I would love to see um, the NHL like factor in coaches' salary into the salary cap. Oh, good God! Please don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I know, I know, you're getting at that with just this situation, but I mean, just think about what that would do to teams because damn near every team's right up against the cap, and then if you put in the coaches' salary, oh yeah, half the league would be aft. But I, I mean, usually how how many coaches are how many how many uh how many dead Milwaukee coaches are just gonna keep their jobs? Oh right. <laughs> just because. <laughs> um but when you the the other thing that was weird like even with the way so I, I mean does it should we basically conclude that Jim Rutherford wanted to sign um Rick Tockett from the word yes. go since yes. it felt like that that like I got the, the the notification on my phone and notifications aren't necessarily the end all be all, but I got the notification that he was hired before Boudreaux was fired. Yes. Which, yeah. 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 He was, they were playing a game. They were still playing a game. Bruce, Boudreau, you found out before Boudreaux found out. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Right now. That's that was that was wrong. And then everybody found out that Boudreaux that the Canucks hired hired officially hired Rick Tockett before Bruce Boudreaux did. And then did you there was one more there was a quote from Rutherford that I want to read you. Rutherford added, I had several calls and I know a lot more than you do from people that feel that this was really overplayed by everybody. Basically saying, obviously, what that's implying is that, yeah, the media made this out of be a big deal. This was a nothing. Everybody's just making this out the more than it ever really was. Which, whenever somebody says that, does that not? It's kind of like saying, "Trust me, you know they're lying." Like, yeah. saying, like oh God, no, this really wasn't that. No, big no, deal. there's other stuff going on. You don't yeah, know. No, you you guys don't know. No, you weren't there. Right. It's it's it leads you to think the exact opposite that no, that exactly what we think happened, happened. And you are completely wrong on every level. It, it gives you that complete opposite feel to it. Yeah. I mean, and now, now granted, Rick, Rick Tockett, he comes in. He's a, so, I think he can be a good head coach for the Vancouver Canucks. He can. I mean, Rick, Rick Tockett, when he was an assistant, he was an assistant in Pittsburgh. 
uh, when they when they won their back to back cups uh, recently, and he was he was essentially he was put in charge of Phil Kessel. <laughs> really, you know, he was kind of like because Phil Kessel listened to Rick whatever for some reason Phil Kessel will listen to Rick Tockett. Rick Tockett was kind of the only person who could really get through to Phil Kessel, and they won two cups, and Kessel had great success in Pittsburgh. That's hilarious. And then when Tockett left, Kessel wasn't long for for the for the Pittsburgh Penguins. No, he wasn't. <laughs> you know, so so you're so I think what they're hoping is that Rick Tock come in and he can help ring in JT Miller a little bit. Okay. I mean, because you know they signed JT Miller to that big extension. You know, which I I like JT Miller. I do. I like him as a player. Um, former Whaler, former Plymouth Whaler, you know, so kicking around, but that's a long term, <laughs> a lot of money. Se- seven, it kicks in next year, seven, seven, seven years, eight, eight mil a year. That's a lot of term, and that's got to work out. He also has a no move. So, yeah, so he's minus 16, 41 points in 46 games. So puts him on pace for 70. Don't look the plus minus for anybody on the Canucks. I know. I'm sorry. Just don't a, don't do a, that. It's a bad habit. It's a bad habit. Yeah. It's, it it's, puts him on pace for roughly 70 ish points for the year, which you, you need closer to 90 if you're making uh, eight, nine million a year. For that to really be worth it. He's coming off a 99 point season last year. That's kind of where you want those numbers. Yeah. Well, as, as a winger. Yeah. True. Wait, no, he's a he's a center, isn't he? No, he's a wing. He plays a wing. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna argue with you. <laughs> that plays a wing. Um, yeah, but he, I mean, so so I think they're they're hoping Tockett can come in and get get that, get out, get him sorted out and get the team on the right track. I mean, they've won two games this month. You know, the Canucks have. Do you at all find it interesting? Like, it's not their responsibility, and I get that. But, like, the players couldn't kind of, if they were huge Boudreaux fans, they couldn't kind of be like, and I, how do I want to say this? Like, let's go get, win some games for the Gipper here. Kind of that. I mean, mean, here's the, I think they did, but I mean, they, 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 Here's who they played in January: the Islanders, the Avalanche. With they they beat the, they beat the Avs at home, at Winnipeg, at Pittsburgh, at Tampa, at Florida, at Carolina, Tampa at home, Colorado at, at home, which they lost that one, and then Edmonton at home. <laughs> that there was a not complete playoffs. Not a non-playoff team in that in that listing. The Panthers are outside looking in, but yeah. I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. Force of habit. I'm still counting Florida in there. What a terrible month. I mean, oh. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they, they really tried to win one for for the coach, but I mean you know, the opposition are looking at the Canucks, they're looking at them like, oh yeah, we, we gotta beat these guys. Oh, good God. Well, we'll see what happens next with that. It's it, their their first game in the Rick Tockett era will be tomorrow night against the Chicago Blackhawks. Right, 
What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Tuesday. That's, yeah. No, that's not TNT. Okay. But TNT does Wednesday. So I thought maybe that might be the TNT night game. But. Yeah. They, they get Chicago, then at Seattle, then home to Columbus are their next three games before the all-star break. And then they got a back-to-back with Detroit early in February. Well, mid-February. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, and oh boy. Yeah. New Jersey, the Rangers, the Islanders, and the back-to-back against Detroit, then the Rangers, the Flyers, at Nashville, at St. Louis, Boston, and Dallas. Yeah, good luck in February there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who made the Canucks schedule? <laughs> Apparently, they needed to make hay early because there was not much hay to be made late. Although, you know, you... It, it, you look- like, you th- th- those aren't even divisional games. That, but that's what I was going to say is that it, there's in the West, it's almost like you can't have an easy schedule because every, well, no, all of the California teams are not good. Well, the Kings are good. I mean, and, and you're and you're guaranteed win. Everyone, you know, Seattle is a team where we, I'm not saying guarantee win going into the season, but no one thought Seattle would be flirting with uh, tops in the tops in the Western Conference. Oh, right, right at the beginning of the year, but not. I mean, again, now, like even right now, what Anaheim, San Jose, Chicago. I, I would want to say Arizona, but Arizona seems to be <laughs> beating the best teams in the league. So, so they'll lose to Vancouver if they play them. Then, well, that's true. <laughs> but and and Columbus, those are the those are the. Oh, we didn't win that. We got to win those games. Yeah. Are those the teams that really kind of have a feel of like, yeah, we got we we have to win these. These are the ones we have to win. I mean, well, it's getting to February, so I don't know how many more games uh, Columbus and uh, any of those bottom tier teams are going to look at like we have to win. No, I, I, I'm saying <laughs> when you go, when you oh, play, we play against those guys, yeah. yeah. When you're Columbus, when you're playing Columbus, when you're playing Chicago, when you're playing San Jose, and you're playing Anaheim, those are the four teams that right now, when you look at them, you'd be like, okay, we 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 need to get this has to get, be a win. Yeah, you should get, we should get two points. That should be a two point game. Yeah. Um, Try to get. I mean, well, San Jose and Anaheim play. They're trying to go to overtime, or <laughs> yeah. I, I guess San. I guess yeah. San Jose and Vancouver technically is worse than San Jose now, so they would be in there. And Arizona. I, I. I mean, I feel like Arizona should be in there, but considering they beat our Red Wings this week, and then they've also beaten Toronto. We, you know, we've talked about the last five wins that they have are against playoff teams. I don't know. It, it, it's weird. It's just, it's weird. It's weird to, to try to pick this thing. And that's why, you know, night in, night out, you got to be at your best because on any given night, you could lose. Yeah. <laughs> there is day any given night you can lose. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so one, one final thing here. Um, the, the NHL All-Star game will will be played um in two weeks, right? Two weeks initial all-star game? Two weeks all-star game? That sounds right. No, I think it's yeah. The next weekend? Might be next weekend. It's coming up soon. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's I yeah, it's come it's it'll be here soon. Yeah. Um so they announced the uh they, they announced all the all-stars, all the all-star players and everything. Apparently the Atlantic division, um, they do. There's not a single um, defenseman worthy of going to the all-star game in the Atlantic. 
It's it's all four words. This is actually really weird, the way the defensemen are. There's there's all fours in the Atlantic, That's one in the Metro, one in the Pacific, and then three three in the Central. Yeah, there's like there's like six forwards. <laughs> I mean, six defensemen total. And three are in one division. Okay, all right, well, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it it's it's crazy. Wow. I mean, now be it's because you know they do the three on three. Yeah, right? it's a three on three format, and I mean, rock it out. I mean, hey, we'll we'll, we'll see some <laughs> we'll 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 see some uh, interesting things. But uh, just run them down real quick. In the Metro, you have uh, Crosby, Gaudreau, Hayes, Kevin Hayes, Jack Hughes, Brock Nelson, um, some dude named Ovechkin. Panarin, and this is Panarin's first all-star game. It doesn't seem possible. And this is only Crosby's fifth all-star game. Didn't, didn't, didn't. That seems, but Goudreau's seventh, I don't know, something seems up with that. Yeah, injury, right. It's got to be injury now, something. Yeah, I mean, Crosby's is, Cros- some of Crosby's is injuries. And then, then wasn't it wasn't didn't we go a while without having the all-star game? Because of the I mean they yeah with the Olympic break that those, yeah. those years we don't have all-star games. Yeah. It still seems really, really light somehow. Yeah. Uh Sveshnikov, uh Fox, Shesterkin, Sorokin, um are your goalies in the metro in the Atlantic. Again, all forwards here. Kucherov, Larkin, Mariner, Matthews, Pasternak, Suzuki, Thompson, Kachuk, and Kachuk. <laughs> That's awesome. With uh, Vasilevsky and Allmark as your goalies. Um, and a central, you got Kaprizov, Keller, McKinnon, Rantanen, Robertson, Tarasenko. Then on a the blue line, you got Seth Jones, Kale McCarr, Josh Morrissey, Annette, Hellebuck, and Soros. And in the Pacific, you got um, who the player who I think is going to your your future Calder winner this season, uh, Beneers, D- Matty Beneers, uh, Drysidel, Fiala, Horvat, Kadri, uh, McDavid guy. I guess he's okay. Um, that feels like they really forced. They really tried to force him in there. Uh, Pedersen he's at six and he's twenty. <laughs> Crosby's at five and he's at six. Yeah, uh, Troy Terry. And I mean, he's listed as a defenseman, but we all know he's a forward, Eric Carlson. And then Stuart Skinner and Logan Thompson, because I'm sure those are the goalies you had representing the Pacific Division in the All Star game at the beginning of the season, right? Um, Stuart Skinner and Logan Thompson. (laughs) How much do you want to bet they somehow magically pitch a shutout? Because there's. Yeah, the the Pacific's going to win. The Pacific's going to win. Also, of course they are. Um, Of course they are. Surprise Troy Terry over Trevor Zegers. I know. Yeah, really. Again, I mean, so one thing that I would, and, um, uh, some, there's some, I can't, I, why can't I think of names right now? Uh, boy, I don't even, I don't know where you're even going. So I, I I can't tell you, um, the player media. What do you, what do you, what are you trying to There. Okay. There it is. Okay. Jeff Merrick has brought up, in the past that what the NHL should do for the skills competition is not just have the players who were voted to the all-star game in it, have players come in in skills competitions who are, who are highly skilled at certain things, right? Like, so um, for hardest shot, you know, you could, I mean, get Martin Furk, you know, when he was still playing, playing, playing with the wings and playing, playing an NHL roster, 
bring up Martin Ferg for the harder shot. It dude's got a rocket, right? I love that. I love this idea. Um, fastest skater like Anthony Siu. Yep. You know, you know, get, get you know guys like that. You know, just for the skill, like all right, yeah, let's see it. Or you know, or even like for the accuracy shooting, there's there could be a, there's probably a, a player out there who has a very accurate shot who you wouldn't think who wouldn't get selected for the All Star game. Yeah. You know, and I always like that idea. So, like, you know, Trevor Zegers and not in the All Star game, put him in something. Yeah, with that creativity, absolutely. You know, you, yeah, yeah. F- figure out a way to get Tre- Trevor Zegers involved in the All Star involved in All Star weekend. Um, figure out a way to get, um, you know, some some of these other good young players in, involved in the All Star game. You know, I mean, Jack Hughes, he's he's going to be in the All Star game. Um, they need to. He needs to have a mic on him the entire weekend. The Jack, Hughes, Jack Hughes is a very funny and entertaining dude. Really? Yes. He where, needs to. Where did you hear him mic'd up the first time to to, to know oh, this? I, I've I've heard him in interviews, like different okay. interviews over over the years, and like he's very he's very entertaining. Also, he 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 knows he's good. And he's not afraid to let you know he knows he's good, which okay. I absolutely love. I think I think personally, I think NHL needs more of that. Okay, we need more of that. We 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 need more of that, man. Because get the guys who are just you know, Connor McDavid, he's really good. Well, that you know, personality wise, leaves little to be desired. You know, Sidney Crosby, really good personality wise. Yeah. Alex Ovechkin, yes, we need more of that guy. We need more Ovi. I, I mean, I would I would petition that whoever who who whatever two teams go to the Stanley Cup finals, there you know, Alex Ovechkin can pick one of those teams to be a part of because we need Ovi celebrating with the cup again. Why don't I what I, why doesn't TNT or ESPN get Ovi on the desk? Uh, oh boy, that'd be <laughs> right? Why not? I mean, here's the ESPN. They they they've already done right by by bringing in Subban. Yeah, because I mean that that guy. He's another another guy, entertaining, just bombastic. Yeah, you know, person. You know, has personality, which you know <laughs> didn't. Which is is his great personality led to him leave getting traded out of Montreal. But you know, I mean, they banned him from doing the uh for doing the low five at Carey Price after wins. That's how much fun that that organization was at the time. Yeah, that I hope that gets better because they're not going to be successful if that's the attitude that they maintain. Well, I mean, those people are all gone. So, so there you go. Yeah, um, yeah. what what one more altering question for you before we go? Do you do you like the one player from every team format, or would you like to see the all-star game be the literally seven or what are the eight best skaters in each? In each no, I, here's the, I, I like it. I like the one player from every team because it gives every, every fan base a reason to watch. Okay. You know, okay. and, and at the all-star game, it's, I mean, whenever I hear people complain, but Oh, it's so dumb. Like, like number one, it's not for you. Then you don't right. like it. Don't watch it. It's not for you. It's for it. Honestly, it's for the kids. And then, and the city. And the city, yeah, it's for that's who it's for. I mean, it's like okay, you don't like it, you think it's okay, fine. I don't. It's not for you, dude. It's not for you to like. And and yeah, I think yeah, you should have a player from every team go because okay. it, it, it engages every fan base and and every fan base and fan bases shouldn't get shut out because they're because just because either you know they're they're in a down spot and or 
in an organization where, you know, they don't have a great player or something like listen, somebody. So, so you're still represented. Okay. I, I, cause I just, I, I don't know. I, it's an exhibition right. game. That means nothing. Let it, let them play. You're right. I just, I didn't, you know, Kevin Hayes and Brock Nelson. Come on. You're killing me here. I'd like to win this thing. <laughs> Although that's Metro, so I don't know. I mean, that doesn't keep me from winning it. I mean, the Atlantic. I mean, Kucherov. I mean. Right. I mean. Here's the thing. You know Dylan Larkin is going to – Dylan Larkin is going to play – he's going to play the role of the defenseman on a line with Matthews and Mariner. I would love to see that. Yeah. I I mean, I I think by looking (laughs) at these, it feels like this should be the Atlantics to lose. I mean, you're you're gonna you're they're gonna you're gonna put Larkin Larkin's gonna be the the fake defenseman because I think Larkin's the best defensive forward out of this group. And then you're gonna have Kucherov, Pasternak, and Suzuki. Yep. Or Thompson and then Thompson the and, and 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 the, and the Kachucks, the triple T line. There it is. Yeah. T line. There you go. Already already came up the name. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I I mean, I. I I mean, I'm 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 genuinely I'm excited to kind of to to watch it, and and the the way the way the NHL has done the All Star Game since they've gone as three on three format, I was skeptical at first, but it's the game's been entertaining, man. It's been entertaining, and the players actually they they get out there, they 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 try. Yeah, it's no, I mean they they don't. Now, if if a, if a guy has a breakaway, no one's hauling him down, right? <laughs> Which I mean, yeah. So it's the it's the fourth. The weekend is the third and the fourth. Which okay. Is, yeah. So it's so it's the weekend before the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. and then it goes up against the NFL Pro Bowl, which I feel like is is common. I think, I think yeah. I feel like I think the Pro Bowl is a flag football game this year. Literally, yes. You're not yeah. even being. That's not a joke. Yeah. You, yeah no. No. I wasn't joking. I wasn't joking. Yeah. Was it's a skills <laughs> competition. That, well, that's that's because they couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, here, here's the thing. It might. I think. I think it it can make it more entertaining. Yeah, because guys, no one wants to hit. Nobody wanted to play in the Pro Bowl because yeah. they didn't want to block. They didn't want to tackle. So they're like, all right, well, then we won't make you block or tackle. Let's do this. Which I think is a good play. Yeah. I think that's probably yeah, a I, play. I think it might actually be more entertaining. Yep. As a flag football game than an actual tackle football game. I think you're probably right. You know? But yeah, so uh, the All Star game, um, and there, uh, the skills competition. There apparently there's going to be something in, involving um, alligators, oh, and a possible dunk tank in the skill competition. Not alligators in a dunk tank, but you know, separate events. But <laughs> no, I like it better thinking that way. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually a bigger fan of thinking that somebody can hit a bullseye and then they, they just fall into a dunk tank. Yeah, no, I'm I'm big on that. That sounds terrific. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. It could be fun. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this looks. This sounds great. I. I like who. Who. Who they put in? A, do you think they go find Pierre Maguire and put him in a dunk tank? Um. Uh, because because that's what everyone's gonna want to see. Sure. I mean, <laughs> the problem is now he he's with Ottawa, right? No, no, he got fired. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he got fired oh, like yeah, before the season like started. Six yeah. Months. Yeah. He, yeah, he got fired before before the season started, I believe. Then yes, then that would be the guy. <laughs> Or Messier, because Messier has a very punchable face. Uh, there's, there's a few. There's a few. I mean, it, listen, if he wasn't ours, I think most. I think a lot of Detroiters would say Chelios has a very punchable face. Oh yeah, I mean, he does have a punchable face. So <laughs> you know, I don't want to punch him though, because one, he beat the f out of me, and two, I, uh, you know, 
Hey, I mean, you know, not my favorite, but hey, if if you ca- if you catch him with the with the first one, you know, catch him with one good one, that's all you need. Like I got him, I I left the mark. <laughs> You'll yeah. remember me. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't think I'm taking him down. In which case, I better start running. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. We'll talk about, I mean, the Wings have a schedule. They're yeah. scheduled to play against some teams, and it's, I mean, it. San Jose tomorrow night. and Montreal, they go to Montreal and to New York, the Islanders. But yeah, so, and yeah, it's, and then, and then, and then it's the all-star break, so. All right. They'll go one, one, oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're not. I, listen, I'm not doing a show next week if they go one, one, and one again. I'm literally just going to throw my hand in the air and be done with it. You know what? Fair. <laughs> I'm not doing a show. So, so we'll see you in two weeks. Um, yeah, because they're going to go one, one, and one. I'm just like, what do you want me to say? There's nothing left to say about. This okay, game. wait, wait. What's the, so? What's the one win? I just want to know what the one. What, what do you think the one win will be? Who's the best team of the? Who's the best team they're playing? The Islanders. Uh, they'll beat the Islanders. They'll get a point against San Jose, and then they'll lose to the Canadians. <laughs> oh my God! And I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go bet on all those outcomes just in, because because we we kind of we nailed it last yeah. week. Holy yeah, God. we sure did. So go ahead and do it, and uh, I'll I'll Venmo you five dollars if you win, so that we can split the profits. Got it. Okay, right. perfect. <laughs> All right, so um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. You. Hopefully, hopefully the wings can get off the schneid. Hopefully, no no other team does anything as egregiously stupid or horrible, as uh and hypocritical as as Tortorella. Now, hopefully, the team does something stupid, so we have something to make fun of, like yeah, no, something lighthearted. Yeah, they, no, I, want, I want something lighthearted, like some lighthearted dumb. Yeah, um, lighthearted but, dumb. Yeah, I yeah. agree. But uh, but on a serious note, when we come back next week, I do want to talk about Eric Carlson. Okay, the Wings are going to see him this. We're going to see him up close personal this week. So I do want to talk about Eric Carlson a bit and <laughs> the San Jose Sharks and what they think they're going to. Well, I mean, I guess with your, you can ask whatever you want to trade. I guess so. Right. You you're not you're gonna get it, but yes, you can ask for yeah, it. I can ask for it, but yeah, and the sharks' unrealistic um, wants as of right now for Eric Carlson and Eric Carlson trade. Um, again, like I said, we're gonna talk about the wings, and I mean, I would say the Eastern Conference playoff picture, but I mean, the Atlantic is all set, so maybe we'll look at the wild cards. <laughs> look yeah, at the Metro. Oh, we'll look exactly. at the Metro because that's we'll about all we got. Uh, it's going to be Boston. Boston's going to be one and t- Toronto or Tampa is going to be two and three. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. Well, we'll talk. We'll look at the Metro. Yeah. Because there, the other five spots are pretty much up for grabs where yeah, they're going to we'll, rank. We'll, we'll gonna look at the Metro next week and anything else that goes on okay. so with, with that. I'm Walt. I'm Thomas. We are out.